Welcome to Escaping Purgatory, a podcast where we rewatch Supernatural, then talk it through in the hopes that we can finally escape this show. Join us each week and leave comments on upcoming episodes, and together we can escape Supernatural Purgatory. Hi! Hello! <laughs> We're here again at the end! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was, but here we are. <laughs> I liked it, it was good, I liked it. I was saying to Annabelle before we started, I think this is my favourite episode of Supernatural. I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. Mm. It's a good one. Mm. It is a good one. Um, though I have so many questions about this this episode. Yes, I'm excited for this now. <laughs> um, yeah, like... <laughs> I guess I'll start. I can start asking it when we get to the, yes. the points where I'm have I have questions because, hmm, 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 hmm. Before we start us up, how are we saying the name of the camp? Camp, right? I've I've literally read it so many times and watched it, and I, I can't I still can't say it. So I'm gonna say Camp Chikua. <laughs> I'm gonna call it Camp C. <laughs> that's that's all i'm gonna call it i'm not even gonna try <laughs> i don't know why it's like a mental block like i listened to him say it about five times i was like why i can't get my mouth around it it's the camp the the, the camp that they go to it's yeah. the camp yeah um yeah. <laughs> i mean this episode i think i said it at the end of last week's episode if it's still there um if free to be you and me like spawned a hundred fix, I mean this one is in the thousands. Like the future right. AU, um, yeah. I mean, I think, and I might be wrong on this, that this episode is responsible for the longest supernatural fan fiction. Okay. Um, I'll maybe try and link it or something. I'll I'll send you the link, kind of. Maybe you can mm-hmm. add it in, but um. Yeah, I think it's the longest one written, um, which is nice. it's long. <laughs> <laughs> it became its own thing, really. Yeah, pre- pretty much became its own thing. Um, so that's exciting. And I mean, to be honest, they basically opened up like a whole new universe for people to explore. So, I mean, it makes sense. And mm-hmm. he doesn't love post-apocalyptic AUs. Like, it's pretty good. Right? I think that's what you were saying at the end of last week's episode as well. Exactly. That was, that was like your favourite genre. <laughs> it is. I love it. I love it so much. It's probably why it's my favourite episode. Yeah. And also the acting in this episode is pretty good from everybody. Yeah. Yeah. None of them feel like... They all feel like they would be in the future. Yeah, totally. You know? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they seem like themselves, but not really yeah yeah it's good it's good because you can tell the differences between them i mean Mm -hmm. uh, yeah like because there's future dean who's dressed basically the same as our non-future dean i have to think about how we're going to do this one and (laughs) i I refer to to, uh, as them as 2009 dean and Uh, 2014 dean that makes total sense let's do that let's do that um yeah they're they're kind of dressed the same but like you can tell they're different people it's kind of cool i like it yeah so one thing I noticed and again you'd brought this up last week was um how you know this they're slowly stripping Dean of his like jewelry Mm -hmm. yeah in this he has nothing like he doesn't have the rings he doesn't have the necklace or anything so 
it's kind of interesting that like they went with that yeah that is actually it's just like broken down to like base dean (laughs) 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 which i mean the car we'll get to it we'll get to it you know there's there's a lot to talk about (laughs) for sure so uh this episode was written by bed edland your boy my boy (laughs) (laughs) and um that that's got to be a sticker like i'll just get a picture of his face and it says my boy my boy (laughs) yeah um and it was directed by steve bonham boham boyum whatever um which he has done a lot of these like alternative universe episodes yeah so he did in the beginning he Mm. did um dream a little dream of me he also did Crossroad Blues, uh-huh. and there was another one. Um, oh, and then he's got he's got some more coming up as well, which are all like not in the current timeline, which I thought was kind of interesting. That is actually. I wonder why they particularly choose him. Maybe he just enjoys that that storyline. He he was the st- stunt coordinator on Apocalypse Now, so maybe he just likes these kind of like. Uh style of i don't know yeah it's interesting yeah Hmm. it's pretty cool (laughs) and uh yeah i there are moments in this that i really liked directorially wise Mm -hmm. and like visually wise um especially in the beginning and yeah there's a yeah yeah i'm just gonna leave it at that because like i said a lot of questions i don't want to start asking them now because we're not even going to get into the episode if we do so uh let's start with the recap Mm -hmm. it was there was pretty much nothing from the last episode which made me think what happened in the last episode like i couldn't really remember (laughs) which is really bad but there you go um but it was talking about croatoan the cult dean being michael's vessel Mm -hmm. and then the only thing that did come from last episode was lucifer confirming that um sam was his vessel Mm. um so we cut to now and we see that (laughs) we see the impala drive up and um it's raining and my first thought was everything looks better wet i don't know why that (laughs) came to mind but it did (laughs) it's true (laughs) It's true, because it, yeah. the, the Impala looks amazing in the rain and yeah. it's the the so, slow pull up in the parking spot. It was just, I can't, I really missed the shots of the Impala, like mm. not watching Supernatural, just coming back to it. I'm like, God, that car is beautiful. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting horny for a car. That's not good. <laughs> oh. Uh, anyway there's this religious man outside and he's trying to get people to talk about like trying to get people to think about their souls Mm -hmm. and he approaches dean and he says excuse me friend but have you taken time out to think about god's plan for you too friggin much pal yeah he really has he really has he knows it he knows it so uh dean's on the phone as he goes as he's walking through the motel room and he's talking with i at first thought was um bobby Mm, just because they're talking about the cult so Mm -hmm. i was like oh okay so but it was actually cass Mm -hmm. um and 
Dean's basically like, dude, I have to sleep. Like, I'm a human. Mm -hmm. This is, I, I can't be thinking about the cult right at this moment. You, you're going to have to call me back uh, another time. Give me four hours <laughs> and then. I'll just. Wait here then. It's <laughs> such a cute shot. <laughs> I, there's something in the posture. I've only really noticed it on a rewatch. There's something in, in Misha's posture that he does for Cass that makes him appear like smaller than he is. I don't know if he like bends his knees slightly or something or like it's the hunched shoulders, but him standing out just like next to that road, he looks so sad and alone. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. Sad, alone and confused. But I mean, where would he go? He's just going to like, he's just going to stand there, right? Waiting for him. And mm -hmm. I mean, this, this moment is obviously in um, the fan, is it fan fiction episode and the musical episode? There's that song, I'll just wait here then. Uh, that's not the tune. <laughs> that's not the tune. <laughs> <laughs> um, because people do reference that one a, a, a lot as well. That's one of Cass's like most I think famous lines from Supernatural is him waiting there uh, for a Dean. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, I like it. it. It's showing that like time has no meaning to Cass, right? He's an angel, so he's lived for millennia. It's fine. But also it's just like, it's so tiring. <laughs> you could literally <laughs> just go anywhere else to wait. I, mm -hmm. I love Cass in this episode. I love Misha in this episode. It's everything about it is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great one. Yeah. Um, so Dean is asleep in bed and his phone starts to ring and he assumes it's Cass, you know, um, but it's actually Sam. Mm -hmm. um, I thought this was really kind of interesting that Sam basically shares the information. Mm. It feels almost like instantly. Maybe he's had a little while to think about what he was going to say to, oh, yeah. to Dean about this. Um, like, because he reveals that he's Lucifer's vessel mm -hmm. to to Dean over the phone and he's like well what are we going to do about it and Dean sort of turns out on Sam says what do you want to do about it mm -hmm. and Sam's like I want back in there's something about this episode that like is really difficult to place how much time has passed between the two of them yes. there's this comment from Sam saying I want back in mm -hmm. which suggests to me that he's been out for months yeah and at the end of the episode Dean says something as well of, along the lines of like you might be rusty mm. well you wouldn't be rusty after like two weeks well this is it because talking about last week's episode there was that like a week earlier thing right so mm -hmm. we know at least a week has passed <laughs> um but also the bar job that Sam had like he was starting to look like pretty competent at it like he was good at like chopping the things and stuff I don't know there's there's a competency there that maybe suggested he'd been working there for a little while um mm -hmm. I thought it was really interesting what you said about him bringing Dean straight away. I think you're right. I've never really pegged that before because he said it's like four in the morning or something. And obviously Lucifer revealed himself to Sam at night while he was sleeping. So it would make sense mm -hmm. that he woke up and rang him. Yeah, it's really... Huh. <laughs> because, and then Sam also says something which... I didn't realize that this is basically his journey for the rest of the series. Mm. Oh, so we're back to revenge then, aren't we? Yeah, because that worked out so well last time. Not revenge. Redemption. And truly, the rest of the se series, not even season, but the rest of the series, yeah. is him trying to get redemption for 
starting the apocalypse. Yeah. Like, I feel like every decision he makes, he never makes a decision like he did in season four again. No, you're right, actually. I mean, I think that was partly, I mean, even in season 15, you know, when he decides to basically sabotage their plot to kill God, like he's mm-hmm. doing that for the same reasons as he's, as here, you know? It's, yeah. He's thinking that he's saving the most amount of people. Um, exactly. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, that's really interesting. It's, it's odd because Sa- Sam's almost like a shadow in this episode. Like we don't, we barely see him. But Mm -hmm. his presence is felt throughout it, I feel, which is really interesting. Um, Yeah. No, I really like that. Not for revenge, redemption. (laughs) So badass. (laughs) It really is. I mean, it turns out that you and me were the uh, the fire and the oil of the Armageddon. On that basis alone, we should just pick a hemisphere. As they've said multiple times and they've acknowledged multiple times, they're each other's weaknesses. Yeah. And that each supernatural being is gonna you know use one against the other like use sam against dean or dean against sam mm-hmm. um and that you know they have a better chance of dodging lucifer and michael if they just go their separate ways yeah and dean just hangs up the the line that um whatever we have between us love or family whatever it is they're always going to use it against us i always think that's really interesting especially when you look at the conversation at the end of this episode mm-hmm. um because, yeah, it's almost like a complete 180. It's, it's really, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's very good. It's also true, though, that her, the thing is, like, the family and the love that I have between them is always going to be their weakness, but it's also, like, their biggest strength. I think that's the whole thing of Supernatural. It's, like, ultimately the fact that they just want to look out for each other so badly, eventually, like, works out it eventually works out like it causes so many problems <laughs> well we, we've also said this before if that like when they're apart they don't have the other to tell each other that they're being stupid yeah. and that they're about to make a bad decision like it's not a great example mm-hmm. of like you shouldn't be that codependent on people it's not, <laughs> not, not the great. greatest examples of relationships yeah. but it's kind of is a nice sentiment I guess (laughs) and I mean in this episode we find out that you know Sam said yes to Lucifer when he wasn't with Dean right Right. so that's the most I think that's the biggest important takeaway that (laughs) that Dean gets from this in the end so yeah I will say as well this conversation was had on a very shiny Motorola razor (laughs) (laughs) did you see that phone yes it should have been pink like the pink one was the biggest selling one of those phones so Mm -hmm. anyway (laughs) <laughs> I mean, at least Cash should have had a pink one, not realizing that, you know, color is a thing. <laughs> yeah. I had... he, even... he even did the thing where he nearly closed it with his chin. Do you remember doing that with a flip phone, closing it with mm-hmm. your chin? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing that, like, I, this is one thing I love about watch, going back and watching Supernatural, mm-hmm. is seeing how, like, the technology changes through okay. the seasons. Yeah. And like, there's no acknowledge. Obviously, there'd be no acknowledgement of it because mm-hmm. you don't acknowledge new phones coming out and stuff like that. But like, but okay, but w- what happened to Sam's BlackBerry? Because he wasn't on a BlackBerry. Eventually, <laughs> <Yeah. I bet laughs> or a Palm bl- Pilot. Or yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it, it's the same. Like for some reason, I was watching one of the newer episodes of The Simpsons the other day, and they had like phones and tablets and stuff. And I was like, this is really weird. Like, yeah, really weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> 
we then cut to the morning and Dean wakes up in like this burnt out hotel room. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, the mattress is gone. He's literally laying on like the springs. Yeah. <laughs> and he walks over to the window and like looks out at this like ap- apocalypse scene straight out of 28 days later. Like that's the first thing that came to mind when I saw that. I was mm-hmm. like, oh. So I looked up when it was like 28 days later. It came out in 2002, which I, I didn't think it was that long ago. But <laughs> so old. I'm so old. <laughs> uh, I I don't remember watching it when I was 12. I must have watched it when I was like, a little bit older. Like yeah. I didn't. I didn't think I saw it when it came out. But I know I've watched it. One of the first zombie movies I ever watched at the cinema was Land of the Dead. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh yeah, talking of cinemas, um, one of the things you do see on there is that the sign on the cinema says Route 666, or like now playing Route 666. Um, Yeah. So yeah, Dean Khan looks around and he leaves um, and he wanders around and um, he sees like this little girl. Right. That was jelly that came out of her mouth, right? Oh, <laughs> it was grim. It was grim. She has like a teddy bear as well. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. He even says to her, little girl, little girl. No one says that. They've been like, oi. <laughs> yeah. Like, it. now that you say that, it did feel really weird yeah. for him to say little girl. Like, I, I don't, he, he doesn't talk no. to children. No, not really. <laughs> not, not, well. He was quite good with Ben and that kid from Dead in the Water. But he would, I don't know, I just feel like he would have been like, hey, I don't know, it was weird. Yeah. Also, Dean watches a lot of movies. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He he knows this movie. He knows this. I mean, he does call it out though, doesn't it? It's yeah. like, you know, it's the no, not talking is kind of creepy. So he called it before it happened. But like, still. I mean, to be fair, the way he approaches her is not like a human child. He's like approaching her like, eh, what's, it, yeah. what's, it, what's it gonna be? <laughs> um, so yeah, this little girl like a ghost to attack him and he literally just like kind of one, one punches her <laughs> um, unconscious. So yeah, that happened. It does feel a little unnecessary. Like it didn't, this didn't need to happen at all like, they could have cut it and everything would have been fine yeah they just wanted to make it creepy i guess it i was wondering is because obviously like the chromatone virus is like the equivalent the supernatural equivalent of zombies pretty much mm-hmm. right so it is known that this is reminiscent of the walking dead which obviously came out later than this episode like him seeing right. that little girl who's actually a zombie i wonder if that's actually a reference to something though because it does come up a lot and i was thinking maybe like dawn of the dead i'm pretty sure there's a little girl zombie in dawn of the dead right it's like a classic zombie yeah. movie mm-hmm. so maybe that's the reference yeah there's definitely there's definitely i mean every, every horror movie has a creepy child in it. <laughs> right what? so i think it was just just that but uh, like you said dean's watched all the movies yeah so why why would he even approach her like <laughs> And not even a way in a way that is like helpful. No, exactly. Yeah, it's just like really cautious. I mean, when he does eventually like drop her, uh, he looks around. He sees like it says Croatoan. Who? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Who's spray painting the Croatoan? Is it the Croatoan 
people, the croats, or is it a warning from the people who have left? I think it's the I think it's a warning, right? Because of what happens with the the army coming in, so it might be just like yeah, this is designated croatoan zone. I don't know. Or do you need to have the word somewhere for it to happen? Because that, in the original episode, where the croatoan virus is like mm. starts. They see it as a sign that's like, I think the demons did it or something. So maybe it's like part of the ritual. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Anyway, loads of people run up. um, Zombie people. And then some like soldiers turn up in a tank and um, they start shooting everybody. They turn on some music and um, Do You Love Me starts playing. Um, I'll call that a song. It's a good song. So I have a question. Yes. And I don't know if this is, this is my, one of my, one of my many questions mm-hmm. I have for this episode. Are they using music differently in this season? Or is it just because I haven't watched it in a long time that it's standing out to me? Because in, from starting to, starting up again, so 502, mm-hmm. we had uh, whatever song was playing when they were walking through the town. I can't remember right now. Yeah. So it's like the outdoor and then suddenly it's playing from a car and they turn it off. Yes, yeah. Last week we had Simple Man mm-hmm. play over the top of action happening and now we have it again. And I just think of um, what will be, I think two minutes to midnight yeah. with Death, mm-hmm. his song playing in such a like dramatic way. Yeah. Like, have they always used music like this or is it just my brain being like, this is weird or not weird. It's not weird. I actually really enjoy how they're mm-hmm. using music and maybe that's why it's standing out to me. The only, the only episode I think they've used it like this is um, Bad Moon Rising, the end of season one when they're in the car. No, yeah, it's not, that's not the only name of the episode, but they're in the car right before they get hit by the truck and it's, I feel a bad moon rising. And that is actually on the radio of the car because when it gets hit, they, it like cuts out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's the only one I can think of. I wonder if it's because they started using classic rock. I mean, obviously Dean's into classic rock, right? But they started mm. using it for their catch-ups, you know, the um, on the mm. road, like road so far ones. And it's it kind of became like synonymous with supernatural, like starting there. And I think f- maybe starting in season four, they could get some more licenses. And we're like, yeah. yeah, why not use this in a more dramatic way? Now we've got some of the licenses for these. I mean, I do think of Eye of the Tiger, which is definitely used in the same way as this. Yeah. Um, but it's, I don't know, there's just something about, I don't, maybe it's just not as often. And mm. But then they also had it in um, Faith with uh, Don't Feel the Rape, Reaper. That's true. So maybe they have, all, but yeah, maybe it wasn't as often in the first, because it's definitely been more in this season. You're right. Maybe it has always been, music has always been used in this way, but it's just... Coming back to it, it's something that I've noticed again. Uh, yeah, possibly. <laughs> to go back and watch it again to find out. <laughs> no, <I'm>, I know. <laughs> so yeah, Dean like runs away. He manages not to get shot by the soldiers. There, it's kind of, It looks like it's quite a close thing, actually. Though he does kind of have plot armour angelic protection in this episode. Yeah. So we see him kind of like running around, <laughs> basically. Um, <laughs> he does eventually see a sign that says about it's a hot zone um, where he's just come from, the Croatoan virus. And the date is August the 1st, 2014. Um, Dean's just left, left 2009, as we said. So, hey, it's the mm-hmm. future. 
Um, he manages to steal a car. He can't like get anyone on the phone, like the radio's not working. It does the panning thing that you know someone's going to appear. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> I did think Zachariah was going to appear in the back for a minute, and then it, but he appears in the seat next to Dean. And he mm-hmm. says, quote, term pandemic route is Australia. Like he's the radio news anchor. I thought I smelled your stink on this Back to the Future crap. Sakura has a newspaper as well that says President Palin defends bombing of Houston. I like, I f- do you know what? There was a blissful few years where I forgot Sarah Palin existed. And then this reminded me. <laughs> <laughs> You're so lucky because she comes up every so often here. But yes, yeah. Yeah. You know, basically he's saying that, like, everything's going bad. You know, Congress has revoked the right to group assembly, presumably because of the Croatone virus. Dean questions how Zachariah found him to transport him to the future, and he said that they've been having human inf- informants. So the, like, apocalyptic preacher guy outside the hotel basically dipped him in. Three days to see where this course of action takes you. What's that supposed to mean? It means that your choices have consequences. Um, he said, this is what happens to the world if you continue to say no to Michael, have a little look-see, and then he just leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the first of I, my questions, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm going to ask? Yeah, because it's the same question as I have, I think. <laughs> <laughs> do you think this is the future, or do you think it's like a construct? I think it's a construct. <sighs> Controversial. I don't know, might be. (laughs) Just because... So I think, okay. (laughs) This has two two kind of things for me. I think at the time when I watched this, Mm -hmm. like originally, that yes, this was the future. Mm -hmm. This is the known future. Like this is absolutely going to happen if uh, Dean says no, Mm -hmm. keep saying no. Now, Mm. looking back, I think this is all a construct mm-hmm. because of everything that happens after this. Like saying no, like surely saying no, mm-hmm. no matter, especially with the line that Sam says, or Lucifer Sam says, yeah. like you will always end up here. They never end up there. <sighs> You're so right. It was all a manipulation from Zachariah, in my opinion. What about you? I think I agree with you. But I think the intention was that it's supposed to be in the future. But I think subsequent writing, where they kind of made Michael and Lucifer pretty lame, made this makes this feel like a construct watching back. I think you're right. And so the, the other reason why I think it's a construct is because the angels are so reliant on mm-hmm. Dean saying yes yeah. that they don't come up with another plan until they... S- like not realizing that they have other options. That's true. Yeah, because like what happens in the end? There's like there's you know, Adam. <laughs> so right. there was there was always another option. I mean they might not know about it now, but they're Yeah, you're right actually. So I th- I think he Sakura cuz uh, obviously we're jumping way ahead but like yeah. Zachariah assumes he's going to capture Dean at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And therefore force him to accept Michael. Mm. Which is why I think this is all a manipulation. But then does Dean change the course of the future in 
reconnecting with Sam at the end also, thus making it like not happen anyway, because it could have been, if this is the fu- like the known future, that Dean does, because he does then reconnect with Sam, that the angels then have to go and look for another option, because I think it's never going to happen. That's true. Time travel, man. We've talked yeah, about no. before. <laughs> it's so I feel hard. like this is the this is the one that actually might have the paradox or like implications. Yeah, right. that because they sent him in forward to the future, and that then changed the past, which then made that future not exist anymore. Oh my! Wait, yeah, you're right. Oh no, I hate paradoxes. I hate them so much. <laughs> also, like it is worth saying here that you're right because of later on, because Lucifer says you know, we'll always end up here. I always believed that. Like, I always thought that's, this is where this is going to end, right? Mm-hmm. That, um, you know, they're going to have this final showdown and they'll end up in that rose garden or some equivalent of it. Right. <laughs> that's all I've got to say to that. <laughs> and I know we've said this multiple times with, like, callbacks <laughs> for the last episode. Yeah. This was would have been the perfect callback. And they had all the players there. Like, to do it. Michael and Lucifer mm-hmm. were there mm-hmm. in the last episodes. Yeah. I, I mean, I was going to talk about this later on because we're, we're, we're jumping way into the end of the episode or whatever. I do remember in the days leading up to the finale of Supernatural, like, people saying, like, what could possibly happen? What could possibly happen? And this, mm-hmm. that this episode was often, like, mentioned. People saying, that was the line, though. They said, we'll always end up here. Like, we'll always mm-hmm. end up here. And... Yeah, I guess the point is that because of free will and fam- family, you can change the course of history, right? Yeah, and but then at the same time, that line <laughs> is cut in my mind now. Mm. It's coming from Zachariah. He's always said, yeah, that Dean saying yes is always going to happen, mm. just like Lucifer is telling Sam that is inevitable. He's the voice of destiny, which you've often said, and I think because of that is the reason that Dean's like yeah. bump this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely the intended purpose. Like I don't I don't know who Zachary thought he was dealing with. <laughs> like, did he learn nothing from the monster at the end of this book? No. Like literally everything the Dean's first plan in that episode was like, okay, it's opposite day. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. It's so true. They don't know him at all, do they? They don't. No. They... It's... I'm glad that they don't because otherwise it would have been a completely different episode. Um, This this had the potential to actually be the end of everything Mm -hmm. with with an episode name called The End. Like... (laughs) You you had it written. Come on, come on, man! Come on, you're so close. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, well, I'm sure we'll talk about more as we go through this episode as well. To be honest, yeah, lots. So after Zachariah vanishes, the first place that Dean goes is to Bobby's, which love that. Of course it is. Yeah. Um, he kind of he goes through but it's absolutely like there's there's nothing left it's completely trashed and he just finds bobby's wheelchair with a, like a gunshot hole in it where his heart would kind of be um mm. so yeah bobby bobby's dead 
Uh, oh no! <laughs> he he manages to open like a hidden compartment above the fireplace, and he pulls out a journal. I originally thought it was John's journal, and I was like, "Why did they put it there?" But then I realised it's Bobby's Hunter's journal, mm. and he has a photo in it of the camp. <laughs> um, <laughs> camp C. The camp C in that photo is Bobby and also Cass as well. Um, so oh, he goes and finds that camp. Presumably, he knows where it is. I don't know how he knows where it is because he has no internet. Like it may be that it's um somewhere where they had actually gone together at one point or like maybe bobby had mentioned it like hey you know if ever the apocalypse happens this is where i'm planning to like ride it out Mm -hmm. that's kind of a bobby thing to to think about he comes to the camp and he sees people patrolling with guns but he manages to kind of like get in and he sees the impala looking super crappy like it's all just the windows are smashed, it's rusted, it's like covered in leaves and stuff. Oh no, baby, what did they do to you? Um, and then he kind of like hears something, turns around and there's, he gets knocked out, it pans up and we see the other Dean. The other Dean. The other Dean. <laughs> yeah, 2014 Dean. Mm-hmm. It's often been said by us that, um, you know, the Impala is very much linked to Dean's state of mind at the time. So for him to find it smashed up, completely abandoned. In disrepair, yeah. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, this Dean, 2014 Dean, has abandoned all of his principles and anything that makes him kind of Dean, other than maybe his, like, hunter persona. That's true. Like, everything, like, Dean has always made time to keep the impala mm-hmm. looking good yeah like he's always he's always made time for that and with the apocalypse he i guess sees no reason to to keep up with the impala therefore not keeping his own mental health mm-hmm. in any sort of i mean he's he's not great in that department anyway <laughs> as we know mm. um but even less so yeah and you know it's not needed for the apocalypse you know it's an impractical car it's a gas guzzler in a a place where you know you can't get gas (laughs) so yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) definitely um it it is kind of interesting that they're left alone by the government in Mm. this sort of situation like they're they're essentially a militia yeah i know right because they're armed they're like i guess because like they just got other things to deal with you know yeah <laughs> the hordes true. of zombie people <laughs> that is very true that is very true so dean wakes up and he's handcuffed to a ladder in like a really uncomfortable looking way like he's his arms weaved in between two like runs of the ladder mm-hmm. um i don't know why that stood out to me but my my shoulder was just aching watching him <laughs> anyway <laughs> And then we get a lovely conversation between the deans. Yes, this is so good. <laughs> so, and some, there are some great one-liners in this. In fact, won't you give me one good reason why I shouldn't gank you right here and now? Because you'd only be hurting yourself. <laughs> Dean, we already know that you do, just like not in conventional ways. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yeah. So 2014 Dean has tried all of the stuff to... Mm-hmm verify that he is human and he's shocked that he has the same like equipment Mm. 
hunting equipment. <laughs> <laughs> Lock picks, box cutter, switchblade. And he wants an explanation and Dean just says Zachariah. Hmm. Dean clarifies that he's he's from the end of 29, uh, 2019, 2009. Hmm. And that Zachariah took him from his bed and threw him five years in the future. 2014, Dean wants proof that this Dean is him and for some reason says that he has a panty kink. Again, <laughs> you know, like characters get defined by certain things. And like for Dean, it's like pie. And again, like in the fan fiction world, it's pies <laughs> and panty kink. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty good. Yep. Yep. Hey, like. God bless Rhonda Hurley. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> I'm, so I'm just thinking back to being 19 yeah. and having the confidence of asking like a just a person that you're trying to sleep yeah. with to do what you just asked. Like, that's wild to me. She's an amazing wild. person. I want more backstory on Rhonda Hurley. Like, she's not 19. She's a cougar. She <laughs> is a cougar. She is probably in her 30s. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what it is. Because you're right, the confidence unparalleled. <laughs> yeah. There's absolutely no way that you'd ask someone of your same age at 19 to try on underwear. No, not unless you're like super chill. Mm hmm. Yeah. No. <laughs> so there you go. Yep. Uh, the fact that. 2014 Dean just says touche. It's just like, wouldn't you say something else? I also love that this is a core memory for them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, that's the thing that, he, I guess, because he probably told nobody. No, it's, well, of course. It was too much like, it's not in line with his macho image, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Can you imagine? Sam would bring it up every single time they ever had an argument. Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> now I just can't get that image out of my head. <laughs> like underneath all of his hunter garb is just a pair of pink satin underwear. Yeah. Why not? Hey, whatever makes you yeah. happy. And apparently it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> virus, right? That's their end game. It's efficient. It's incurable. And it's scary as hell. Turns people into monsters. Started hitting the major cities about two years ago. I want to know what happened between 2019 hmm. and 2012. I don't think we ever really find... I don't think we ever really find that out, what happens in those couple of years. Presumably... Not kind of... I, I guess the, there'll be little things, mm. right? Because he says it start hitting major cities. So yeah. maybe it was hitting, like, you know, their usual sort of outskirt towns and slowly spreading and then it got to the big cities and i think it would have been two years of like the last episode with like sam laying low mm. or something oh no because he said that he was going to go kill the devil right before this happened so it would have been two years of dean doing his own thing hunting and maybe like eventually getting more and more wrapped up in apocalypse stuff and sam on his own trying to kill the devil until eventually they have their showdown in Detroit, right. which does happen eventually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, 
So that's what 2014 Dean says. There's a heavy showdown in Detroit and Sam didn't make it. Hmm. And Dean says you, you weren't with him. And uh, it was revealed that he and Sam have not spoken in five years, at least five years. So presumably in this universe slash construct, that phone conversation that they had was the last phone, like last time they spoke. And that that kind of makes sense with the how Dean ended that phone call. Yeah. He just said, like, goodbye, Sam. Mm-hmm. Like, that was it. And I, if you're a Sam at that point, you take that as, all right, well, I've been kind of rejected. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> um, 2014 is about is going to leave. He has a mission that he has to go do. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dean is just going to have to stay there. Yeah. You know, they, they don't want to be freaking people out because they're already, like, freaked out. Um. Again, there's another amazing line. Oh, come on. You don't trust yourself? No. Fair. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Dean impressively managed to pry like a nail out of like wooden floors. Yeah. I mean, all right. I mean, I guess it's probably in dis- disrepair, so maybe. Mm-hmm. But still, like, your fingers would be absolutely torn to shreds. Yeah. And he still has pristine, like, hands. <laughs> That's true. I always thought this. Their hands would be way more beat up than they are. Yeah. Just dip them in some dirt. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, how, how are you supposed to show, like, calluses and stuff, though? That's true. Just dip them in some dirt. Dirt covers everything. <laughs> As Dean gets out of the cabin, uh, Chuck approaches. Mm. And he sort of, Chuck is explaining that the whole thing's kind of, going to pot. We're down to next to nothing on perishables and, and hygiene supplies. People are not going to be happy about this. Dean being Dean just sort of makes jokes about it all. Yeah. I thought that Chuck clocked him straight away, like knew that that wasn't the Dean that he knew. Mm. Um, but obviously that's not actually the case. Um, Unless. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is where, okay, right. This is where the whole future, or is it not the future, comes into play. Because if it is... I I hate having to bring this up. If it is the actual future, Chuck's still God. If it's not, if it's not real, then the Chuck that he just ran into isn't God. But then we're going back to, does Chuck know he's God? Look, I I don't know if I can go there today. (laughs) (laughs) There's too much to think about. But yeah, you are right. See... The way that I would... The... Okay, so in my mind when I was watching this, yeah. he was Chuck. He, he was Chuck. He was God in this. Yeah. And he just put himself in there because he likes to put himself in his stories. Mm, yeah. So he's just playing along, even though he... So that's why I was like, oh, he's clocked him because he's God. And yeah. then he's playing along that he doesn't realize that that's not actually <laughs> Dean, but he actually knows what's going on here. And he's... Because God... Chuck wants all of this to happen. Like he wants the Michael Lucifer fight to happen. Mm -hmm. So this manipulation actually works in his favor. Yeah, that's true. So him playing along, like he could, he could be plucked out and put into this timeline. Yeah. And, or like just put himself in it, just be like, I'm going (laughs) to edge him along. Cause I mean, again, we saw that with the, the monster at the end of this book Mm -hmm. and the, 
other episode which i can't the last episode of season four mm-hmm. i don't know why the name's slipping my mind but that one where he's always like you're not supposed to be here you know i didn't write yeah. this i didn't see this mm-hmm. so him coming in and just dropping himself in feels very chuck like yeah that's true i wonder if there was a bit like gonna be a reference to him like not being a prophet anymore or something in the apocalypse mm. that would be really interesting if there's like a cut scene because that would kind of add to the like god's gone angels have gone kind of feel of everything um, yeah that's very true because there wasn't much reason for chuck to be there you know other than like someone they know yeah yeah he's not really a fighter he's not really he's not a people person like he, he <laughs> appears to be a people person in this yeah but like the chuck that we've seen so far is is a recluse mm-hmm. so why and why would they have saved him <laughs> Would it have even crossed their mind to be like, oh, go, go get Chuck? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think it would. As compared to, say, like, Ellen or Joe. Right. I guess we kind of also know why they aren't there, maybe. But does that happen in this? Oh, that's true. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so many questions, too many paradoxes. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> the real answer was... Rob Benedict was available to come do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you're right. You're right. (laughs) No, I appreciate him being in there because he does have one of the best lines in the whole series, which hasn't come up yet, but it's great. (laughs) Yeah. So a woman named Risa comes up and um, tries to attack Dean (laughs) because he was in another woman's cabin. Yeah. Uh, What? Did I? I thought we had a connection. Risa should have been in another episode. Yes, I think definitely. I said, I'm not sure I said this in the beginning or not. I know we, I said it before. I think we said it before recording. But like, how cool would have that been if she showed up? Even even in season 15, when they're starting to gather up yeah. all of the, or in Apocalypse World mm-hmm. or something. Like, she should have made a comeback. <laughs> and it could have been such a good like thing because Dean could have recognized her. Obviously, she doesn't know who he is. And then mm-hmm. sounds like, do you know her? And he could have said, we have a connection. <laughs> right? That would have been amazing. <laughs> Amy's writing the best lines. Hey, I should write Supernatural. <laughs> oh, dear. Dean uh, says, uh, oh, geez, I'm getting busted for stuff I haven't done yet. Um, he then asks Chuck where Cass is, and he points towards a cabin. We get to the cabin, and it's like the most famous Cass well, not the most bit. Just a, a version of cast that I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> right? I have I have things to say. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Cass is sat in a semicircle, giving very much like a make love, not war, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> yeah. Cass spots Dean and gives him a wink, which, when you've had that wink directed at you, you know what that is. It's just like, it stops your heart a little bit. So, so they have a little bit of a back, of, back and forth. Oh, he says that, you know, why don't you go wash up for the orgy? Yeah. Okay. Which I will, I will point out that in, a po- in this timeline, I guess 
washing your rivers, uh, washing your clothes in like not a washing machine doesn't make them clean because <laughs> everybody's clothes are super dirty. They are. Yeah, you're right, actually. Yeah. They're all grimy. Like, I, I get that's probably not a lot of like electricity and stuff like that, but like people used to wash their clothes before. Or like go, you know, if you're raiding for food, just go like raid a thrift shop. Like, <laughs> Another question. Yeah. Or idea. Mm-hmm. So in all of the apocalypse movies, right, this, uh, the army surplus store is always apparently full because everybody has their clothes and yeah. equipment from there. <laughs> so true. Give me the zombie movie yeah. where all of those shops are completely ransacked and there's nothing left and you have to go to like the couture stores <laughs> and like the high-end places because that's the only clothes that are, le- are left yeah. so you have all these like <laughs> like i'm fighting zombies in my like louboutins <laughs> yeah, exactly because <laughs> you're not gonna pick up like i get that the looting and all of that mm-hmm. the selling of is gonna be probably that's why they're those shops are going to be empty first for yeah. like money mm-hmm. but like how how funny would that be if they could get to the like that kind of story and be like damn yeah. the only clothes that are available are these like six thousand dollar shoes and like <laughs> <laughs> really impractical clothing because it's high fashion amazing yeah i like that idea i want to see that i do want to see that because you're right they're all wearing like army jackets and stuff but they're all really like beat up mm-hmm. um so like canvas bags and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, it can be that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Strange. What? You are not you. Not now you anyway. And uh, Dean wants him to fly him back. Mm-hmm. Put on his angel wings, fly him back to his calendar. And uh, Cass says, I wish I could, but but I'm sorry, no dice. So I did. I, mean, I was talking about this again before we recorded. We talked a lot before we recorded today. Either <laughs> Misha can grow like a scruff of beard like well quickly to film this, or they must have filmed this completely like at the end of the season or something for him to grow that because yeah, Cass, like his hair is like, is his hair longer or just not like styled like Cass's? I, I think it's. I think it might be longer. I think it might be longer. <laughs> okay, that's a convention question. Mm-hmm. When did they film those scenes in season five? Like when? Did they do it right at the end or at the beginning? Like what happened? Um, I, I want to know that. Is that why it's August? Like they put the date August because that was when it built, they filmed <laughs> maybe. it. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> like before, before the hilatus. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> Also, like, Misha gets to show off his, like, yoga skills in this, too, with, like, the stretching mm-hmm. and the, like, sitting in, like, a half lotus, which I've always thought was quite funny as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> also, he, he does drop the cast voice slightly as well um, with future mm-hmm. cast, I noticed. Going back to this being Zachariah's manipulation of everything, mm-hmm. it shows what Zachariah thinks of Cass. <laughs> so true. That he's so, he's so weak-willed, or he thinks he's so weak-willed, yeah. that he just becomes a stoner when he's abandoned, which is not the case whatsoever. Well, this is it. Like, he fully gives into that, like, hedonistic human lifestyle, right? And he's cavorting with the humans. You're right. Mm-hmm. Like, Zachary completely doesn't think much of Cass at all. He really thinks he's cavorting with humans. So in the future, why wouldn't he be, like, running orgies and, <laughs> and stoned out exactly. of his mind, right? 
we then come outside because a jeep arrives and is the hunters who've come back from a mission mm -hmm. they're sort of toasting the the victory of the mission and then 2014 dean shoots one of the soldiers dean tries to warn the soldier mm -hmm. and then like his 2014 dean's companions are like what the hell this bit of direction or like camera work whatever when dean 2014 dean says i'm not gonna lie to you you me and him cuts to dean yeah cuts to cass and 2009 dean looking at cass <laughs> it's a pretty messed up situation we got going <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i i told you what are you, <laughs> what, what are you supposed to make out from that <laughs> Launch a thousand fix. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it, it, <laughs> the situation they have, it's pretty messed up. <laughs> it's, yeah. I, like, I noticed that too. Like, the camera, it's good. It's great. I can only blame <laughs> Ben Edlund. <laughs> well, would he have been on, on, um, on site for this? Hey, I, I don't think know. Surely, right? It just fit like, it's good. It's good. It is very good. <laughs> 2014 Dean carries on to say, believe me, uh, when you need to know something, you will. Until then, we will have work to do and they all like disperse. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Cass giving in to all of his urges. <laughs> <laughs> because, okay, see, so, you know, him, what you're saying with Zachary thinking he already can... can um, <laughs> got down and dirty <laughs> yeah. yeah right so why not in this if this fantasy that Zachariah has created yeah totally he's he's seen the white writing on the wall yeah it's the end of the world man you're gonna be sleeping with everybody that's all I'm saying yeah yeah exactly, exactly. and <laughs> all I'm, like as well oh Amy boy um didn't Zachariah said he's sending Dean there for three days we only see like about 30 minutes of the time that he spends in that camp. That's very true. Yeah. Well, maybe a day. We we can <laughs> assume that it took a day to get from maybe, yeah, let's say it took a day to get to the camp. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, we'll go with that. And then he's knocked out for like half a day because it's night time. That's and then... true, yeah, yeah. But there, there, there is missing time. There's missing, there's always missing time. It's supernatural. There's always there's missing time. Yep. <laughs> yep, there was missing time. <laughs> Got to fill in those gaps. Fill in those gaps. Yep. Some good old Absolutely. fanfic. <laughs> we go back into the headquarters of where Dean was originally held, and he, 2014 Dean, wants to know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Like, why? <laughs> I love the fact that they both say, What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? Um, and we really get to see the differences between these mm -hmm. two deans. Yeah. One is way is a ruthless leader who will do anything to get the job done. Mm -hmm. And we see this more as the episode goes on. Yeah. Um, because he explains Because after a few years of this, I know. I started seeing symptoms about a half an hour ago. It wasn't gonna be long before he flipped. See, this is this is another thing that Zachariah got wrong mm. with Dean in that 
showing how ruthless he would become and his disregard for human life mm -hmm. is not something that you should show Dean. He doesn't want he doesn't want to believe that he has that in him. The thing is though it is also like completely right, isn't it? This is Dean without Sam. Yeah. So it's a a black mirror. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Dean's sort of saying like, you know, wouldn't it freak freak out your people that you just shot somebody in front of everybody? He's like, mm -hmm. actually it's more seeing you that would freak everybody out. This kind of stuff we do all the time. Oh my god, I just realized something. What's that? Future Dean killed Bobby. He was shot. He wasn't like eaten by crows or like killed by a demon. He was shot. Yeah. Totally, totally, oh. totally happened. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, well, I'm filling in some gaps here, but like, yeah, he was definitely no, killed by you're a right. demon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's really sad. That's, that's really sad. sad. I hate that. Sorry. <laughs> <That's> fine. <laughs> so 2014, Dean is like, no, look, you know, this isn't your time. You don't make the, the decisions I do. Mm -hmm. So when I say stay, you stay. Oh, man, I'm sorry. Look, I, I, I'm not trying to mess you or me, us up here. I know. So Dean says it's been a wacky weekend. Well, he's been there for like a day and a half. He's still got <laughs> another half weekend to go. Um, Dean asks what the mission is. Uh, now that they, because he heard that he was on a mission. So mm -hmm. he's asking what it was all about. 2014, Dean has found the cult. They're going to go kill the devil. It's taken them five years, but they finally got it. And tonight, tonight I'm going to kill the devil. What I noticed is because like, obviously, Dean in 2009 is trying to find the cult. They very cleverly here don't give away its location for him to go find because they mm -hmm. say like it's been moving around and everything. So he can't then use that information to go back to 2009 and then find the cult. That's um, true. Yeah. Because I thought as well, I was like, oh, they're just going to tell him where it is and then he'll just go find it. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, some reason I thought it was destroyed, but I guess not. I, just, I don't remember what happened to the, the cult. The demon stole it. Ruby stole Ruby stole it Ruby or Meg stole it <laughs> or was it Alistair no I think it was Ruby or Meg why don't I remember I think it was Meg I think it's Meg I'm calling it it was Meg tell me tell us what happened because I'm not going back and watching it now <laughs> yeah because no. at, at one point it does get destroyed because there's a the whole thing of them yeah. going back in time to get oh, it yes um it, no, wait, that's this season. Right? Oh, you know, I don't know. Oh, I don't know I anymore. Don't know. <laughs> I don't know anymore. It doesn't have the right amount of bullets and may or may not exist. So it's fine. Hmm. Oh, this bothered me this as well. So they're in the head, they are on the headquarters and they're talking about the plan to go kill Lucifer and everyone's there now. Like Reese is there, Cass is there as well. 2014 Dean says that if anything can kill Lucifer, this is it. And, you know, they're asking, like, well, how are we going to find Lucifer? <laughs> There's a bit of snark between Dean and Risa. Like, they're ganging up on, like, 2014 Dean. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, 2014 is like, you're right. Because she's being, like, well off of him. And Dean's like, mm -hmm. oh, apparently we were in Jane's cabin last night. Because <laughs> we used to have a connection. <laughs> anyway, despite that, 2014 Dean says they don't have to find Lucifer. They know where he is. They caught a demon last week. And um, 
Although they're like, well, was he lying? Dean says no. 2014 Dean says no, he wasn't lying. And Cass pipes in and says... Our fearless leader, I'm afraid, is all too well-schooled in the art of getting to the truth. <laughs> Dean's outraged. He says it like they're... I don't know. They stopped eat, like drinking Coke and now have started drinking Coke. I don't know. Like that kind of like habit. Mm-hmm. It's like, so we're torturing again, are we? <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, no, that's good. It's classy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think this has to be flippant because it's so telling of how far this Dean has fallen off his yeah. morals, you know, um, sacrificing people, his friends, family, torturing people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dean, not 2014 Dean, has already pointed out that family and love is going to be used against him mm. so he doesn't have those connections anymore like i don't i don't even see him and Cass really being kind of good friends in this no like not at this point like you imagine that maybe they you know tried to stay friends for a bit through the like five years or whatever and through Cass it, you know, falling from grace but mm-hmm. their relationship in this is very interesting it's almost like Cass will still do anything for Dean, but he almost is a bit like resentful of the fact that he feels that way about him, that he'll do yeah. anything for him. Um, whereas Dean just seems to have no regard for him now whatsoever. Like, again, cut that bit out of his life of like family and caring about people because you're right, it's a weakness. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I mean, it's kind of impl- it's somewhat implied by the fact that I, I kind of skipped over this, but. Dean says to Cass, oh, so you're a hippie now. And his, Cass's response was, I thought you stopped trying to label me. Yeah. So th- it's just sort of showing that Dean cares about what Cass does mm-hmm. now. But in 2014, he doesn't care. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. It is, it's, it's, he's trying to almost like make himself less human in, to order, in order to do the thing that he needs to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. It's it's a really good character study actually of Dean of like seeing who he you know when he's lost all hope essentially that anything's mm-hmm. gonna turn out all right what happens to him because um, he is he says like oh I've got to look after these people I'm looking at you know I'm trying to save a camp full of people whatever but actually he doesn't really care about any of them they're like a means to an end yes yeah absolutely mm. yeah hmm, hmm. <laughs> we're like hmm <laughs> yeah paper on this. <laughs> the the emotional like weight of this <laughs> it's hard is yeah it's, it's not have, something that you want to see <laughs> no and people have written about this better than i can express it actually like there's some very good character studies of like future dean out there and people have written it's, it's good mm-hmm. when dean says like classy at the torturing thing like Cass laughs at him and 2014 Dean like looks at him like why are you laughing at him and he says what I like past you <laughs> a- again almost implying that they've had a kind of a different relationship I feel like it- he doesn't reckon it he's a different person now to who he was back then yeah differentiating them so you know Lucifer's in the in a certain place and Cass is all great it's in the middle of a hot zone um and although Dean's like you say well 2014 Dean says you're saying my plan is reckless. If you don't like uh, reckless, I could use insouciant, maybe. 
2014 says, are you coming? He just sighs and says, of course. But then ask why they're taking Dean, because if anything happens to him, paradoxically, he should die. <laughs> right. Does he, whatever, we're not going back into it. So yeah, then they get all ready to go. And then Dean asks why they're taking him. And 2014, Dean says, it's fine because Zach's looking after you. Dean realizes like that's not the complete answer and asks again, like, what's going on? And You're coming because I want you to see something. I want you to see our brother. What? <gasps> oh, he was dead. <laughs> so as we know, Sam didn't die in Detroit. He said yes. Is it, there's an echo here to something that Dean said earlier in the episode. So when Sam told Dean that he's loose for his vessel, he said, so he wants to wear you to the prom. And then 2014, 2014 Dean says, Lucifer's wearing him to the prom. <laughs> <laughs> I did like, so they could do a callback. They could do a callback <laughs> within the episode. But apparently, they, anyway, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did like that. I thought that was a good line. Yeah. And it turns out that future Dean, that's where I'm going with this. Future Dean, <laughs> like he doesn't know why he did it, but he wants him to see because ultimately he wants Dean to say yes to Michael. At the same time, he knows because he's Dean that Dean is never going to say yes to Michael. That's, Des- yeah. Despite saying everything here, seeing the world end, seeing Sam as Lucifer, he knows in his heart of hearts that he's never going to say yes because he- it's him, right? He, mm-hmm. he can he can follow his thought process because um, it did turn out that later on Dean did try and say yes and then no one was answering all the angels have gone and still you know 2009 Dean is saying there's got to be another way and 2014 Dean says that's what I thought I was cocky I never actually thought I'd lose but um, yeah and the at the end he says you won't because I didn't because that's just not us is it it's so manipulative because like you having yourself beg you to make a different choice that's like you've really dug your heels in and say like no i'm definitely not doing this i'm definitely not doing it to have yourself Mm -hmm. like beg you to do it is um yeah tough the thing is like so you know you, you hear this sort of conversations of like if I could go back in time and talk to my younger self mm-hmm. and I'd say this, that, and the other, seeing this, the reason why Dean would never say yes, even after all of this, is because he hasn't lived it. Yeah. He hasn't experienced it. Mm-hmm. He's just seeing it as like a window, basically. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's not going to affect him in the same way as the 2014 Dean who's mm-hmm. lived this. Yeah. And who would, who's looking back in time able to have this conversation but still like realizes that dean has to go through it in order for it to actually make an impact yeah exactly yeah you're exactly right like yeah you can go back and tell yourself to think differently without having the experience to to know to do it differently (laughs) right exactly Exactly. it's difficult so Dean walks out of the cabin and Chuck walks up to him and says, so you're really from 09, which is just showing how quickly gossip must flow about in the camp. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine there's too many people as well, so. That's true, yeah. And he just says, Some free advice? Ever get back there? You hoard toilet paper. You understand me? Hoard it. Hoard it like it's made of gold. 
can't believe this is still relevant. I know. I mean, they've, they've made like merch out of this line now, as you said before. There's also like, yeah. a, like you can get like a nightlight with it on. Is that right? With like <laughs> nice. Saint Chuck. Um, <laughs> toilet paper. Uh, there's that one, isn't there? And there's another line. It's not in this episode. And I thought it was about like gas being like five dollars a gallon or something, and everyone's like, "Ha!" Huh. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> or I think it was in season. Uh, no, I think it's the beginning of the season. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. We have to take that break. Um, but yeah, hey, saw into the future, I guess. Yeah. Well done, Ben Edlund. I mean, we're, we're, we're you know, praising Chuck here, but really, <laughs> it was the writer who's looking into the future. <laughs> We've said this about Ben Edlund forever. That's true. He's a time traveler. Yes. <laughs> he, was, no. he was coming back in time to warn us. The <laughs> or he just really understands human nature and just like if there's a slight issue then people go absolutely nuts that's true yeah that's true <laughs> i like to think like oh I'm, I'm making another good omens reference here but i like to think ben edlin can see the future in the way that agnes nutter sees the future and like only flashes that he can't understand so he like yes. saw the empty toilet paper and was like, there must be something going wrong. I must warn the people, but I can only do it through the medium of Supernatural. <laughs> I mean, so both of us were in the UK during the swine flu and they've already yes. made a reference to swine flu in this. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if swine flu had the same kind of um, impact that it did on like the panini did yeah <laughs> chuck says you'll thank me mark my words and then Jean's just like bye i'll see you around and they get in the like truck and, and drive off um cass is is driving yes cass is mm -hmm. driving which is weird that's why i'm saying it like cass is driving um he is driving drunk and high i just want to point that out yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> not good that's not good look no. He takes some of those pills and, and Dean says, let me see them. And it's like amphetamines. He says it's a perfect antidote to that absinthe. Okay. Um, <laughs> Dean asks, like, don't get me wrong, Cass. I'm happy that the stick is out of your ass. <laughs> like, Cass smiles at that. I think it's quite funny. He said, but what's going on with the drugs and the orgies and the love guru crap? Yeah, I went mortal. What do you mean? How? I think it had something to do with the other angels leaving. Bailed. My mojo just kind of drained away. He's already taken on like Dean's mannerisms, um, mm -hmm. drained away, and I'm practically human. I'm all but useless. Last year I broke my foot and was laid up for two months. And Dean says, So you're human. Well, welcome to the club. And Cass says, Thanks, except I used to belong to a much better club. <laughs> and now I'm powerless. So I'm hapless. I'm hopeless. I mean, why the hell not bury myself in women and decadence? It's the end, baby. Um, that's what decadence is for. Why not bang a few gongs before the lights go out? But then that's just how I roll. It's so uncast. I mean, again, yeah. from the last episode, we saw Dean taken to a brothel and him being really uptight. I, I, this almost like a direct um, comparison to that, I think, mm -hmm. that this episode came after. I always think this is why Dean gets so stressed out when Cass starts becoming human again. Like later on in the seasons, because yeah. he always goes back to this cast who completely is. He thinks you know this cast thinks he's completely useless. He's no good for anything except cannon fodder, 
Mm-hmm. Um, so he's drowning himself in drugs and alcohol and like all that kind of stuff. And right. he doesn't want to see his friend kind of go down that path again when he goes human later on. And again, I think this is Zachariah's perception of Cass as well, though, that he thinks that Cass would just give up. Like he would lose his, he would completely lose his sense of self, Mm -hmm. which I think is really interesting because I don't feel like it would be that quick. No, I don't think so either. And we do, again, like you see it later on when he does lose his powers, Cass doesn't just, like, he's still Cass, right? He's like, yeah. You know, it, th- this version of Cass, it's a very jaded Cass, but he mm-hmm. doesn't, there's something that's mis- like, almost like not the same, I don't know. And yeah, go on. <laughs> even when he loves the bees, yeah. it's still a very different Cass to this. Exactly. Like there, there is a little bit of, still a little bit of the hippie love, but it's mm-hmm. not to the point of like, he loves nature versus yeah. humanity, like humans in mm-hmm. physical form <laughs> and this is why i will forever be mad at season nine when dean kicks Cass out the bunker because he would never he would never he would never mm-hmm. stupid writing terrible writing yeah. out of character writing stupid season nine the worst season <laughs> season seven gets a bad rap season nine coming for you <laughs> oh, I'm gonna love season nine. <laughs> it's gonna be no man, no, no. It's gonna be two hours of me running a ha ha. That was awful. Um, <laughs> also, did he learn this behavior from Dean? Because Dean was like, last night on Earth in the last episode, might as well go like get laid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and it's it seems to be the camp culture. That's true. Yeah, which is actually kind of gross. Because <laughs> we've just seen two men who, like, so Dean has slept behind someone else's back yeah. thinking that they had, and then Cass is like, all these women are mine, or not mine necessarily. Like but like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. No, I don't like it. That, sorry, it would have been less gross if there had been some men involved in that, like, you know, that's an equal opportunity orgy. Yep. Mm hmm. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Because all we've seen of the women in the camp is them just sleeping with everybody. Which I think is just strange that Risa is like the like another reason why I think there should she should have come back mm-hmm. is that she's in that meeting with the like with Cass, Dean, and Dean. Yeah, like she's clearly important. Yeah, like a camp leader. Yeah. Yeah. Who is she? Who What's is her she? backstory? Yeah. <laughs> I w- yeah, I would like to have seen her later. That would have been a great callback. Great. No. Yeah. So they get to the um, place where they need to be. And they're all kind of camped outside this building. And 2014, Dean says, look there, the second floor window we go in. And Reese is like, are you sure? Um, and he gets them all- then Dean gets them all to like, check their weapons. He's very authoritarian. Like, they don't question him at all. And when he does, it's mm-hmm. like, because I said so. Right. Um, Dean takes him aside and says, you're lying to these people and to me. Like, I know your lying expressions. I've seen them in the mirror. That's a cool thing to, com- like, admit to yourself. You're lying to yourself. You're lying to yourself, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> in the mirror? What are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> like... 
that that line doesn't quite land as it as well as they think it does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, Dean says, like, I don't seem to be the only member of your posse with some questions. Maybe I'll have to take my doubts over to them. And and twenty fourteen Dean stops him, and um, then says, like, look, this place should be crawling with like crows. Where are they? And Dean realizes, like, it's a trap because they cleared a path for us to get here. Mm-hmm. If this was the future, I know this is like a whole Zachary thing, whatever. I think that they didn't get the information about where Lucifer was from that demon that they tortured. I think that Dean knew that if he, like, ventured into a certain area, like, Lucifer would come and talk to him. I feel like I it was, like, me- premeditated almost. The biggest hole in this episode for me is what is Lucifer really doing? What's he doing? (laughs) Like, is he just going around killing people? Is that... Yeah, no, I do actually understand the motivation here. It's that the Croatoan virus is specifically designed to wipe out humanity and leave the planet uh, fine i think from what he says in his big old speech mm-hmm. okay yeah does that make sense yeah it makes sense but I, that's too much work <laughs> for supernatural <laughs> they they really like it's not often that you really have to think about it so it's like the fact that it's not sort of laid out yeah like he doesn't say like this virus is specifically to wipe out like he, it's surprising that he didn't just lay it out you're right right yeah, yeah. They don't, they normally do spoon feed us, I feel, sometimes, Mm. yeah. (laughs) Um, So, you know, yeah, 2014, Dean says, yes, it's a trap. And Dean realizes that they can't go through the front and that he's basically sending his friends in as decoys so they can go in. You're right. I don't think it was pre-set up, actually, because there's too much work going on with sending people in as, like, decoys. Never mind. Oh, man, something is broken in you. You're making decisions that I would never make. I wouldn't sacrifice my friends. You're right. You wouldn't. It's one of the main reasons we're in this mess, actually. Which is interesting. Again, mm. there's no reference to like what that might be. Like, who's he not sacrificed to get to this point? And your dean says, like, but they, you know, they trust you. And 2014 dean says, they trust me to kill the devil and save the world, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. And dean says, no, I'm not going to let you. So, future dean punches him out <laughs> yep so dean comes to in a, a rose garden uh, there's like red roses everywhere and um there's like gunfire in the building so risa and Cass are shooting the place up and dying probably um mm-hmm. there's lots of lightning and stuff like demonic omens about you know like they, again they don't follow this through which is a shame because there's all the storms yeah. when lucifer appears um and he sees 2014 Dean on the ground with a shoe on his neck. And as he like looks at him, the shoe shifts and breaks his neck. So future Dean mm-hmm. is, is dead now. And um, then he sees that it's Sam, but all dressed in white. So we know that he's Lucifer. Hello, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. Yeah. Uh, anybody who says it is, yeah, yeah. that's great. <laughs> I will give props to Jared for this mm-hmm. because it, this is his version of Lucifer, and I feel like 
this one is very different to like all of the other portrayals that come after uh, Nick. Uh, yeah, after Nick. Yeah. Because we haven't seen much of Nick's Lucifer. And I feel like once his version gets established, that's how everybody acts as Lucifer. Which, yeah, which is a shame because I actually, I think they should have followed Jared's lead on this. Like he should have been given the like first go at playing Lucifer, mm -hmm. right? And then it, that should have been built on rather than, than building on the Nick version of Lucifer. Because now it seems like yeah. a little bit out of place here. But actually, I, I think you're right. I, I really like this version of Lucifer. I do too. There's just a way of his like posturing mm -hmm. of like, you don't see that again yeah. with other Luc Lucifers. <laughs> I'm not that we can say that. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, this... I mean, this this is kind of how Jared carries himself when he's possessed by angels. Mm -hmm. He does the same thing with Gadrel. Yeah. Um, he just sort of, his posture is better. <laughs> yeah, because I think he plays Sam. Like, Sam stoops slightly. Like, he's always trying to make himself slightly smaller than he is, which I imagine that Jared's quite familiar with being a tall person. Like, But mm -hmm. as an angel, you wouldn't do that, right? Because you no. wouldn't care. <laughs> and also, you, like presumably they have wings on their back mm. so you couldn't you have to counter that weight surely with your actual body that's so true i i do think that this version of lucifer like you can almost imagine the wings you know mm -hmm. of like his posture you're right his posturing of flaring out or whatever i'm surprised mm -hmm. no one's ever done that edit i've seen edits of it done for cats i would be interested to see an edit done that adds wings to this version of lucifer i think it'd look really cool mm -hmm. Like I can imagine that they're they're massive, like they're even bigger than Jared is. Yeah. And like not only are they like super high, mm -hmm. but they also drape on the floor because he loves Earth. Yes, exactly. So why would he not want to be connected? Ah, oh, that's so good. And white, pure white like his suit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So Dean is staring at Lucifer Sam like in shock, mm -hmm. essentially. I mean he knew it was coming, but yeah. like to see it, it's got to be different than like hearing it, which is what 2014 Dean was trying to do, right? Yeah, right, yeah. It must be so weird in like Supernatural, like to see people possessed by vessels and like you recognize their physical appearance, but like knowing that it's not them, it's really w odd. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, so Lucifer is obviously clocked straight away that oh hang on sorry i'm gonna go back to the wings thing yeah if the angels have left mm -hmm. and the mojo is gone mm. would lucifer no yeah he still has his powers i feel like at the point of the fall lucifer now gets his powers from hell rather than heaven mm -hmm. again making up lore as i go i just <laughs> <laughs> Because we don't have those answers, so hey. we've got to make it up. <laughs> um, so Lucifer says, I, do we call him Lucifer or Sam? I, what are we going with? Lucifer makes sense, I feel, because it's Lucifer yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Okay. So Lucifer, because it's not Nick. It's not Nick. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not Nick, but it's Lucifer. Mm -hmm. um, so he says, you've come a long way to see this, haven't you? And Dean's like, well, go ahead and kill, kill me. Don't you think that would be a little... Redundant. I love the way he says that as well. Like it's so like he's, he's so slimy, but like 
this this persona that he never lies is like coming through with mm -hmm. this because yeah. of everything that he says like it feels true yeah but is it mm. it's very good it's very good it's very good <laughs> good job jared <laughs> um <laughs> and so lucifer says you know i'm sorry it must be painful speaking to me in this shape like he's he's not particularly happy that he is in a meat suit right which makes sense if he despises humans that he's been like forced to come down to their level on earth and inhabit mm -hmm. one of them because he hates humans right exactly and that there's nothing like he presumably he couldn't go back to heaven because heaven's no longer there yeah so he is somewhat trapped mm, it's true in this meat suit yeah but henny says but it had to be your brother it had to be and he tries to like reassure dean by putting his hand on his shoulder and like dean moves back mm -hmm. and lucifer's like you don't need to be afraid of me like be, be not afraid <laughs> you know what do you think i'm gonna do and dean says you know deep fire the planet mm -hmm. and lucifer goes into a spiel of like why would i want to destroy this stunning thing beautiful in a trillion different ways the last perfect handiwork of God. I, again, it feels all true, but he resents God. Yeah. Like we we just heard in the last episode that, or not the last episode, the um, five hundred one when mm -hmm. he's talking to Nick, saying he's going to get revenge. Yeah. On, or get revenge for him. You know, it was all God's fault that this happened. Mm -hmm that humanity happened with as in like he doesn't say that to nick but that's, that's yeah that's implication. it it's, it's god's fault this happens it's god's fault this happened to you because he created humanity like that's basically what he's saying <laughs> yeah yeah like it feels true but i don't think mm -hmm. it is true that yeah. he appreciates earth in the way that he's talking about it um because he goes on to say you know have you heard the story of how i fell from grace and dean obviously makes a joke you're going to tell me a bedtime story. You know, my stomach's almost out of uh, bile. <laughs> Lucifer was cast out because he loved God and everything that he created. Mm -hmm. And then God created humans. Yeah. And he was then told to love humans because he was told to. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, no, I'm, I'm not. Lucifer's like, I'm not. I can't do that. You know, these humans are flawed, murderous. And for that, God had Michael cast me into hell. Does the punishment fit the crime? Especially when I was right. Look what six billion of you have done to this thing. And how many of you blame me for it? So he's basically telling the like Bible version of, um... it's really interesting because I, I feel like it's, I don't know. It's very interesting because I feel like they start off quite biblical and supernatural and I feel like at some point they deviated away from it. Um, mm -hmm. it. It's interesting that we never did have any sympathy for Lucifer in Supernatural. Like he's always been a bad guy and was never a sympathetic figure because actually in the scheme of things, he was kind of the first one to exhibit free will and like disobey god who we know is That's a true. dick right yeah <laughs> so if anything this is why i feel like it's a shame if anything he could have been on their side at the end to like 
but he does there's the whole switcheroo thing he does where he turns out that he's working for god again it, like mm-hmm. and you always think did they not <laughs> i think this is the problem did they not want to give lucifer a redemption arc because like it's a bit taboo you know maybe but at the same time like it I can't believe I'm defending it right now. <laughs> but we also see the same characteristics coming from Michael. That's true. Yeah. Like the the whole reason why they act the way that they do mm-hmm. is because they want their father's approval. Yeah. That's it. So it's all it is in line with their character mm. to turn on humans because now Chuck has turned on humanity as well. So it it wouldn't make sense that they would align themselves against the thing that they've always wanted. That's true. Like they're almost going back to what it was like in the beginning, right before humanity, they're going to wipe them out, go back to being God's favorites. Like, mm-hmm. like this whole little blip in history didn't happen for them. <laughs> right, Exactly. Plus if you want a Lucifer redemption story, just like go watch Lucifer. It's good. Right. <laughs> You'll get better outfits than this white suit. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and you'll see much more butt much more butt that's true much more butt much more butt on that show <laughs> <laughs> Dean's not falling for this sympathy for the devil crap as he says what am I you're the same thing only bigger the same brand of cockroach I've been squashing my whole life an ugly evil belly to the ground supernatural piece of crap the only difference between them and you is the size of your ego. I like He is crying. Right. And it's just like, I, <laughs> what do you think he's crying over? I think it's seeing Sam, like it's, see, it's seeing Sam and knowing that this version of Sam is gone because if you think about the last episode, they saw what happened to Raphael's vessel after he mm. left. So he knows that in this universe, no matter what he does, Sam is dead, right? right? Or gone. And that, you know, like he's saying, it's the same thing he's always been fighting, but in this universe, it won. Yep. I also think it's him knowing that he's still never not going to say yes. So this all might still happen. Mm-hmm. there's a, a lot is that realization that like i'm looking at my worst nightmare and mm-hmm. i still can't do anything about potentially i can't do anything about it because i'm not gonna do what they asked me to do yeah you know nah. knowing that his own personality stubbornness is is basically might cause this i think it's such good acting and it must have been Almost a continuous shot because his eyes well up, continue mm-hmm. like it makes me think. It makes me do a comparison to despair, where he's also crying, where you get that shot of him like almost crying, and then there's a, there's a immediate shot after where he's like full crying, so you know there was mm-hmm. a cut. But in this one, it doesn't look like that. Either he was extremely good that day, like getting <laughs> the the tear level right, or this mm-hmm. was a continual shot, which is amazing yeah yeah you know it's he doesn't he doesn't feel sympathy for lucifer he's feeling sympathy i guess for humanity and like where they've ended up Mm -hmm. and that all of this rests 
somewhat on his shoulders yeah for not giving the answer that they want but mm-hmm. it's it's still not enough we're praising the acting in this episode but actually i think jared and jensen have both been asked about this and they both said that this is the best acting they kind of did in supernatural <laughs> like they both said yeah. it was amazing um like mm-hmm. you know jensen says jared is amazing in the episode and jared says jensen's amazing in the episode which is really nice actually yeah yeah definitely um especially since it's like there are only i mean i guess the next scene is there another scene that they have together but like mm. yeah i do kind of wish that we had more episodes of them separated and we see how they act mm-hmm. when they're not not together yeah more so that because we've only had one episode of them separated mm-hmm. and the reunion doesn't feel as i mean we said it at the beginning like mm-hmm. we don't know how much time has passed mm-hmm. i think we needed to see more time pass before yeah. this episode it's like i said last week they should have done two separate episodes so it felt like more yeah. time had passed of one of sam and one of dean i yeah, think it would have been definitely. better yeah yeah i'm sure i'm sure we'll come across an episode where they could have cut and <laughs> almost definitely <laughs> yeah and uh, we've we've also said that season five doesn't really have too many fillers true, but there, yeah. are, there probably are some. some yeah just because it's tv like they had to, <laughs> they had to yeah um so it would have just been nice to see that mm. to to kind of get more of a feel of when they're apart they make bad decisions and then when they're together like I, this this episode is a culmination of what happens when they're not together yeah lucifer yeah. Um, sam says yes dean becomes ruthless mm-hmm. and loses his humanity essentially exactly yeah um and it just would have been nice to see see that happening mm. in 2009. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Yeah, definitely we should have, like, it would have made a bit more sense to see them sort of edging towards that, right? And mm-hmm. then seeing the final result of it rather than yeah, just exactly. Sam cutting some lemons. <laughs> so much effort. Oh my God. <laughs> Better go say yes to the devil. I hate having an angel. <laughs> yeah i i'm surprised that he only called him a piece of crap and not Mm -hmm. a son of a bitch i honestly thought that was where he was gonna end it yeah same but i feel like because he doesn't it is so much more impactful like when he calls something a son of a bitch it's Mm -hmm. almost like a throwaway and like he doesn't really care about the thing that he's calling a son of a bitch whereas this is like he i feel like this is an actual attack yeah at Lucifer. <laughs> yeah, there's no humor here, right? No. There's nothing at all. He's completely meaning everything that he says. Exactly. Um, Lucifer kind of dismisses that. He says, I like you, Dean. Um, I get what the other angels see in you. And he says, goodbye, we'll meet again soon. And he turns to walk away. Pardon? You better kill me now. Or I swear, I will find a way to kill you. And I won't stop. I know you won't. I know you won't say yes to Michael either. And I know you won't kill Sam. Whatever you do, you will always end up here. Whatever choices you make, whatever details you alter, we will always end up here. I win. So I win. 
Like, this is such an amazing line. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so good because this is everything that Dean fights against. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All the time. Mm -hmm. The fact that, you know, this is, this is team free will, like, it's antithesis, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Like whatever choices you make, you'll always come here. Mm -hmm. Like whatever you, whatever you do. And again, we see that happening in the monster at the end of this book, mm -hmm. that every choice that they made actually ended up to the point of the prophecy. Yeah. To, to then actually have this happen would have been... It would have been so good. Like, no. It would have been so good at the same, but they, they managed to like so instead of it being sam mm. as lucifer it would have been nick yeah. or somebody else it, whoever and they do actually kill him so he loses and like dean saying i win mm. oh yes yes <laughs> this could like again like i don't even know how they would have done it like you would have had to rewrite some series of supernatural for it to happen but for them to get back to that rose garden and then you know, again, Lucifer saying the same line, like, I win, so I win. And then Dean saying, yes, but you forgot this thing that happened or whatever. And then them winning, mm -hmm. you're right. Oh my God, it was so good. I want the good supernatural. <laughs> I want the good one. <laughs> like, make it so... I... Okay, I have a little bit of a rewrite. Okay. S somehow, Lucifer kills God. Right. Yes. He gets, he gets what he wanted, which mm -hmm. is to kill Chuck. And because obviously he was trying to absorb Jack's power to be strong enough mm -hmm. to kill God or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's the kind of gist of it. But so Lucifer manages to do that mm -hmm. or at least absorb Jack's power. He manages to kill God. Yeah. Start some form of apocalypse. Yeah. So there is this like humanity is starting to go into some sort of like craze. Mm -hmm. And obviously... <laughs> If you look at the context of time, probably not the best idea, but that's okay. <laughs> that's true. You <laughs> can write that in 2020. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but, okay, we'll Fine. rework that a little bit. And they end up in this this place. Mm -hmm. And they've, they've found a way to, like, they have Jack again. Like, they, they can do the whole fight all over again, but yeah. instead of having Chuck... It's Lucifer. Yeah. Lucifer is the one who's beating the crap out of them both. Mm -hmm. Saying like, you know, you should have said yes to Michael. This would have never happened. Yes. Like, uh. And turning to Sam, you should have said yes to me. This would have never have happened. They're on the floor. He says, I win. So I win. Mm -hmm. And they say, actually, I win. And Jack's there. Boom. The end. I want the good one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so and, good. That's so good. And, that way, like, you know, you don't have the whole Jack is now God. Mm -hmm. God doesn't win because yeah. God's already out of the picture. Like, yeah. 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 I mean, as much as we love uh, Rob Benedict and would have, yeah. you know, missed him thoroughly. He's talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> he could have been Chuck prophet not chuck god he could have had a whole cool death scene you know he could have still been god and had a cool death scene with lucifer yeah it could have happened. yeah they could have done it they could have done it they could have done it, <laughs> they could have done it. <laughs>
but I mean, maybe they just wanted to get away from this. But why? As in, like, this, this, was this the version best. of Supernatural. This is, the, this is Supernatural at its peak. This is the best Supernatural. Why I would you know. want to get away I from it? I don't know. There are people that disagree with me, I know. They don't like this version of Supernatural. It's the best. Uh, look. Hey. Well, look. If the Ackles are listening and they end up do- rebooting Supernatural, <laughs> all I'm saying is that we are for hire. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't give you the nuances of like people's dialogue, but I can give you a story arc. I'm more of a big picture kind of writer. <laughs> exactly. We'll we'll get script writers to come in to fill it in. Yeah. It will be a lot of Ben Edlund and and I'm not sorry for that. No. I'm just good with I'm just gonna have a whiteboard and I'll just circle I circle things. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll pick out the key episodes that, you know, yep. need to be reimagined mm-hmm. and uh yeah there you go there you go we'll give you three seasons yeah and we'll fix we'll, we'll give you a three season fix it yeah three season fix it we can totally do it in three seasons absolutely <laughs> i reckon i could do it in one <laughs> don't say that <laughs> and that, so it's a it's a three season netflix because you know uh, netflix are like thir- 13 episodes ish yeah that's true so and they get to be longer if they're on Netflix too. Oh, yeah, what's exactly. Hour and a half episodes. Anyway, um. <laughs> so the scene ends out with Dean saying that Lucifer is wrong, mm-hmm. and Lucifer says, "See you in five years, Dean." And there's a thunder crash, and he disappears. Dean turns around, and Zachariah's there, and he sends him back to the past. That's true. There's also a single man here. Single man here. Yeah. Hmm. Do you think that's a skill you have or a skill you learn? <laughs> hmm. Does one eye know. naturally fill up with water more than the other? I'm going to have to go fake cry yeah. and figure it out, I think. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Is it always the same yeah, side? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Asking the big questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Dean gets teleported back to his hotel room in 2009. We know it's 2009 because it's not all trashed anymore. I love this line. I don't know why I laugh so loud at this. Because Dean says, oh, well, if it isn't the ghost of Christmas, screw you. (laughs) (laughs) Love that line. Love it. I want that on a t-shirt. I am the ghost of Christmas. Screw you. (laughs) Um, Zachariah says, enough. You saw what happens. You're the only person who can prove the devil wrong. Just say yes. And Dean does ask if it's one of his tricks. He's asking the same mm-hmm. questions we are. And Zachariah looks very like, it's the time is over for tricks, Dean. It's over. Um, he's, you know, give yourself to Michael. Say yes, and we can strike before Lucifer gets to Sam, before billions die. This is so Dean. He like turns away from him. He's just like, <sighs> <laughs> it is a very considering nah mm-hmm. he says it like he's almost on the verge of crying there's a, there's a choked up like it's good that yeah. nah is a very well acted nah that's all I'm saying it's good and Zachary says you're telling me you haven't learned your lesson and Dean's like oh I've learned a lesson but not the one you wanted to teach and then Zachary goes to like get him he's like I've got you now boy never letting you go which suddenly gets really mm-hmm. scary I don't 
it, again, it shows what they think of him. It's so um, like derogatory how he calls him boy. Yeah. Yeah. And then Dean disappears and Zachary is like, son of a... (laughs) (laughs) I love this scene so much. It's so soft. (laughs) I thought Dean was going to hug Cass. Me too. I really thought... uh, Yeah. I'll tell you exactly what point I thought he was going to do it. So Cass is there and he says, pretty nice timing. And Dean's so soft in his face when he said, he's like, pretty nice timing. I'm doing it to Annabelle, but it's not not coming through on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We had an appointment. Don't ever change. That's when I thought he was going to hug him. Yep. Tragedy that there was no hug. Absolutely. Absolute tragedy. Absolutely. Mm Mm-hmm. And Cass says, how did Zachariah find you? And it's a long story, but let's stay away from Jehovah's Witnesses from now on, okay? <laughs> and then Dean pulls out his phone and Hass asks what he's doing. And he said, something I should have done in the first place. Yeah. Cass also teleports him to the same place that he was waiting for him. So he had been waiting there for however long Dean had been asleep. Do you think it was actually three days? <laughs> no, no think- it was four hours later. Yeah. 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 Also, the hilarity of that, he's like, I'm setting my watch to four hours and then I'm teleporting <laughs> Dean to my location. <laughs> what, so what's funny is that um, the idea was for Cass to go to... Mm-hmm. So this is also, again, playing into your theory that Cass pops in and out being invisible. Yes. So he saw this happening. I was like, oh, crap. I need, like, I'm at the appointment time. Mm-hmm. I see Zachariah. Let me grab Dean. Yeah. Now let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> I think, and then yeah, I'll... <laughs> he definitely pops in invisible before he appears just to like scope out the sitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like absolute optimum scaring potential. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to a bridge. And I actually said out loud, why are there so many bridges in Supernatural? <laughs> We've had this conversation too. <laughs> okay. But why? Okay. Are they like some kind of, all right, here, it's a metaphor for the bridging yeah. the gap of their relationship. Yeah. Because it is always in this, it, like it's always bridges when they're having these kind of conversations. It's true. Yeah. They're literally building a bridge. Yep. Hey. Okay. So... Dean's there and another car pulls up. It's it's also a classic car, which I like that they like lean towards that like naturally. Oh, I can't mm-hmm. just like steal a Prius. Like <laughs> <laughs> Sam gets out of the car and um Dean pulls out Ruby's knife and he hands it to Sam and he's like You should hang on to this. I'm sure you're rusty. Uh, which yeah, again, you said like, how long's it been? Sam's looking pretty guilty, I think. Or like, I don't know, something, something. It, maybe ashamed that he's, he's like given in and come back to hunting almost. Maybe it's that he's coming back in I, for revenge. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Anyway. I have to think about that one. Yeah. And, and Dean does apologise and he, he's really trying because, you know, the lesson he did learn is that he needs to be with Sam, right? Yeah. So he's trying to build this relationship back up and he says, I'm sorry, um, I don't know, I'm whatever I need to be, but I was wrong. And Sam asks what changed his mind and he says, long story, the point is maybe we are each other's Achilles heel. Maybe they'll find a way to use this against each other. I don't know. I just know we're all we've got. More than that, we keep each other human. Yeah, and that's absolutely the case. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
And um, Sam thanks him and says, like, really, thank you. Like, I won't let you down. And this is, oh, I know it. <laughs> you yeah. are the second best hunter on the planet. Oh, such a big yeah. brother thing to say. <sighs> this, these last three lines. So what do we do now? We make our own future. Guess we have no choice. And then it's just a very hard cut at the end of the yep. episode. That is a that is a choice. Yeah, definitely. I guess we have no choice. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no like music or anything either. Like it just goes straight black and then goes into the credits before the like credit music starts. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're starting to build the foundations of Team Free Will, right? Understanding yeah. that they are having to go against destiny to win this. Mm-hmm. Um, which is awesome. I love it. It is. <sighs> But then I can only imagine what Dean would have looked like after hearing we have no choice. Considering the conversation he just had with Lucifer Sam, that every choice that they do make. Oh, you're right. <laughs> oh, the, 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 oh, yeah, I don't know. And I never thought about before, but like in the rest of the season, Dean's just going to keep looking at Sam, being reminded of when he was Lucifer and thinking like, I can't let this happen, I can't let this happen, I can't let this happen. But it mm-hmm. adds an urgency to the season, I feel. Yeah. He's already super protective of Sam. Mm-hmm. And that that's the only reason why they're back together. Yeah. Is yeah. because he needs to protect Sam at all costs. Mm-hmm. And not let him be manipulated by anybody mm. into saying yes. Which is then really such a shame that actually... I don't even feel like they get manipulated into saying yes. It was more like they're... They had no other choice. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you, they get backed into a corner mm-hmm. both times, right? Yeah, <sighs> sucks. And oh, you're right there about that protecting thing because originally they separated because Dean thought he was protecting Sam by them separating. Yeah. And now he's like, well, that doesn't protect Sam because he'll go say yes to Lucifer. So I need to protect him by keeping a, a, an eye on him instead and killing the devil with him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. Oh. <laughs> it's it's hard on the heart, is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I can see why this is your favorite episode. It is a very good episode. Ben Edlunds, you done it again, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Zachariah is an idiot. Can I just say that? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Kind of going back into this episode. Like everything, because I mean, Dean calls it out. He says, you know, it's not the lesson that you want, you wanted to teach me. And it really was, it was never going to be that lesson. No. I'm, I'm glad Zachariah is such a bad angel. Right. <laughs> because every time he tries to teach Dean a lesson, mm-hmm. it never goes in his favor. Like, it's a terrible life. Mm-hmm. That didn't come across the way that he wanted it no. to. The the offering of food and drink, mm-hmm. like it's not the things that Dean needed at that time. But he's he's also like the perfect representation of angels because he consistently underestimates Dean. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. He doesn't think he's as smart as he is. He doesn't think that mm-hmm. he, you know, is more is as moral as he is. He 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 sees him as an anim- you know, an animal. Like he That's offers true. him food and the things that he thinks that he wants, right? And it's very mm-hmm. basic manipulation that he's doing that Dean sort of sees, sees right through. Yeah. So I think that's what it is. I think 
Zachariah has such contempt for humans that he just he just underestimates him. Yeah, that's true. And that ultimately becomes his downfall. Exactly. Which is yeah. good. It's his pride, goddammit. Yes. <laughs> yes. There are no powerful angels on human side. No. Like the only one is Cass and he's not he's not Lucifer level. I Biblically speaking, uh, he's higher, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talking of supernatural hierarchy, like Raphael doesn't like humanity. Mm-hmm. Michael's all for getting rid of humanity. Mm-hmm. Lucifer wants to get rid of humanity. All the upper angels want nothing to do with humanity. Like mm-hmm. I even think to like Naomi, she just wants it to go back to the status quo. Yeah, where they kind of just leave humans alone and like let them be monkeys on there <laughs> which is why i have a slight sympathy for lucifer because it's almost like all oh, the angels kind of hate humanity he just said it <laughs> <laughs> <That's true. laughs> right. well he, he did he did the one thing you're not supposed to do you're not to say, supposed to say the thing out loud that's true say yeah. in, use the inside voice inside voice yeah <laughs> so true yeah but yeah like he he's if anything, Lucifer is like the most representative of angels, right? Like mm-hmm. he, had the way he acts is how they all act. It's just, it's just that he got singled out. So you'd understand why he's mad at God because ultimately he feels like everyone else was like talking around the water cooler about how humanity sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. They just sucked up to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and exactly. didn't say it in front of his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. Um, there aren't really any higher ups. Maybe that's because it's like the the soldiers, the lower down angels that end up spending time on Earth and amongst humanity. You know. Yeah, I mean, so the only other angel that kind of converts over is Anna, and sh- like she's not that high up. Oh, and of course, there's Gabriel. Gabriel. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. But Gabe, but he has fun at the expense of humans. <laughs> That's true. I don't think he actually respects humans or like, even in this, he when he does eventually appear, it's not that he wants to save humanity, it's that he wants to save his family, his brothers. Yeah. He doesn't mm-hmm. actually care what happens to humanity. So yeah, your, your logic stands. You have any other thoughts you want to add? Dunno, I think I said it all. Oh no, one thing I never mentioned the thigh holster it's iconic and i just wanted to just put in a moment for appreciation for dean's thigh holster thanks (laughs) perfect (laughs) why would the angels just leave which is why it kind of why i think this is all zachariah's manipulation because the whole point is to have the apocalypse is just to ha- like to start the apocalypse and do the fight and all that make paradise. Mm. So why would they suddenly decide? Is it is it pride that they realize that they're losing? So they're like, oh, better get out of this. I think this is my thought on this. So this is the future. Is that there was a window in which Dean had to say yes in order for them to still win, and then Lucifer basically got like too powerful that Michael mm-hmm. thought he probably couldn't take him anymore. That's why he stopped answering Dean and they pieced out. Because I think the reason you said they, they didn't think they could win anymore. Mm. And they have other places they can go. <laughs> yeah. 
Because maybe they just closed down heaven, you know, like put the guards mm-hmm. up to stop Lucifer invading heaven. So they just shut yeah. it off. Yeah, they... they um... So so the reason why I went really quiet is because I'm just thinking like, because you're saying they could go somewhere else. Mm. I'm just thinking of how they get to Apocalypse World. Mm. Because it's not evident that they can, like each universe can just yeah. hop into each other. Like they really have to put effort into getting into each place. Mm. It's only God that can jump in between each one. That's true actually. That is the actual future. Yeah. That's the actual future of Michael getting a vessel on Earth. Yes, that's true. Yeah, that apocalypse world. Because it all gets completely destroyed. So if Dean had said yes to Michael, that was the outcome. Hey, I'm glad he got to see that. <laughs> <laughs> so he like he gets like an affirmation that he made the right choice by saying no constantly. <laughs> yeah, like, good job, Dean. I made the right choice. <laughs> um, I think that was it. That's good. Yeah, that's I'm glad we answered all of our questions today. That's good. <laughs> I feel like this episode must have had quite a big budget because they have like, you know, there's all these sets and stuff that they did for it. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't just go to like some town. They had to like wreck some cars and throw a little dirt everywhere. Throw that fridge out of a window or whatever. Um. <laughs> well, didn't, didn't we say that there was another episode that was... Wasn't it last episode that was just like basically two places? Yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so they <laughs> just siphon that money into this episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Please, someone ask that, actually. Like, I want to know when they filmed this. I, I, it might be on the internet somewhere. I'll try and find it after this. But mm-hmm. I want to know when they filmed it. Did they film this at the beginning of the season, the end of the season? Or did Misha just grow a spontaneous beard? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yep. That that would be good to know. We these these are the details we need to know. <laughs> and we get to talk about this episode again. And I feel like the actors like talking about this episode because it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Everyone got to display all their acting chops. You know, they all got to play different people, which That's is true. always fun, right? So yeah, yeah. Ask more questions about this episode. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> so uh, next episode mm. is it? Is a fallen idol. I'm trying to remember which. It, mm. This might be a filler one because it's got parasolin in it. <gasps> oh my god, I remember this episode. <laughs> I don't remember this episode at all. I'll bring this up next week. I think I remember a convention question where someone asked Jensen, I think it was, what it's like to work with Paris Hilton. And he said that she was actually less like, he realised watching her that her whole persona as Paris Hilton is just an act and she's actually just like really normal. Because he saw her like switch on in front of a camera of like, wow. again, like how I, you know, being Paris mm-hmm. Hilton. Yeah. Well, I mean, you kind of see that now. Like she's not, mm-hmm. she doesn't act like that anymore. Yeah. Like when, I don't even know what happened to her. Like she just suddenly wasn't in the limelight anymore. Like she got her, her, I guess, Kim Kardashian took over because they were in the same posse. That's true, yeah. Like, the took her over as, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What even is their job? Being rich. Being rich, yep. All right. I think maybe it was her falling out with uh, Nicole Richie. I don't know. The thing is, I have no problem with like, you know, these, these people as people. Like, fine, you know, do your thing. I just, I just hate that they're famous because of like stupid reasons. Yeah. Anyway. 
<laughs> With that, this episode is sponsored by Raycon. I'm just Because <laughs> Ray J is the, the guy in the... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I feel like the next episode is a fun episode and I feel like it's real stupid. So I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> All right. So at the end of the episode, right? We're we're there. Yeah, we can finish this episode. Let's do it. <laughs> it is the end. <laughs> oh, someone has jokes. <laughs> so at the end of the episode... <laughs> uh, we'd like to thank the Pixel Agora for his amazing logo art. And if you'd like to get it on a... It's going to say teacup, but that's not right. <laughs> you can get it on a mug, just yeah. not a teacup. Um, a sticker, what have you. You can visit our Redbubble store. Uh, you can also find us all over social media. Hey. Um, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. Uh, search for the Escaping Purgatory podcast or Escaping Podcast on Twitter. Hey, yes, that's right. <laughs> So this week we ran from some zombies, we washed up for an orgy, and we met the devil. So hopefully next week we can find our way out. Bye! Bye! <laughs>